from the little cave on the tiny island of Patmos in the Aegean Sea, the heavens opened. Since then, the world has been fascinated by the cosmic upheaval brewing on the horizon of history. The upheaval is now upon us. It is within us. To some degree, it always has been. But there has been a sudden and violent shift in the affairs of the world. The winds have changed. Heaven will not be silent. Let's now join Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Koska, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and author of A Mother's Plea, For the Winds Have Changed. Together we can pave the way for a hopeful response to the signs of our times. Good afternoon, loyal listeners and everyone. And as Father makes his way down, we're filling in. It's Tony and I. Nick here. How are you, Tony? Pretty good. Don't change your channel. <laughs> well, yeah, don't change your channel, folks. We're here. Tony, he was, I think over. we'll start off with, before Father gets to the prayer, you're having kind of an off day, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those days for but me. But this is one of your favorite days outside with it's, the rain coming down and, you know, dark gray and, and gloomy. You're talking about, you know, yeah. your gray and gloomy days are your days. What gives? But then it's 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 Lent. So for me, Lent is very, very important. I uh, Have you decided what to give up this year? Well, you know what? I, like I said, I, I, I don't... I haven't had much time myself. Yeah, I, I, I tend to get... I, I I guess my main, what I do, I don't know if most people do it. I, I, I get tired of the... There he is. <laughs> there's Father. Yeah, thank you, because I couldn't get my thought days. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of get tired of just the, the regular stuff in Lent time. I just try to read more. Who are you talking more. to? Uh, I, I, I kind of leaving dead air here. <laughs> Nick asked me an important question. And uh, I, no, I got sidetracked. You know, of course it's, you uh, did. It happens uh, all the time, more and more, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, welcome. Hi. It's uh, so we're in. So glad you can make it. I'm, I'm thank, it's good to be here. Uh, I've got my coffee. I'm a little double espresso, you know. Oh, there you go. So it's um, the good things in life. Yeah. So we had a. Uh, I don't. Well, you were at work last night, but uh, we had a beautiful mass. Yeah. Yeah. I. I uh, yeah. Fresh Wednesday. I, I, you know, I'm always. A, it, it, I know we speak about this. Speak about this every year, but. And by the way, I did not bring a prayer because I rushed down and I didn't even... Uh, That's how it goes sometimes. So we'll just say, uh, uh, let, let me read this. Uh, gosh, where, where are we going to go? But anyway, it was, let me just say it was a... We, we had a it, what, what amazes me is the number of people that come on Ash oh, Wednesday. It's always... Uh, and, you know, it was, yesterday it was raining and I don't yeah. know if it was sleet or what, but... Uh, we had such a it was, the church was packed, and uh, it was just a very beautiful, very solemn uh, mass. And uh, you know, Julian, God bless him, he's working with the the altar servers, the, oh, the altar great. boys, and it, it was just a very, very, just really, really beautiful, beautiful music. Uh, the music was really nice. It just really added. It was, it was, it just, it, it's, it's just a beautiful day, Ash Wednesday. And, I, and again, I, I think you know, I, I, I ask myself. What is it that brings so many people out for Ash Wednesday? Now, I, I was reading that uh, in Chicago, uh, in the archdiocese, they had uh, they were distributing ashes in the train station in different places and all that. And I just I just find that uh, a little bit uh, I don't know I, that doesn't uh, sit with me well. But uh, to, to come to mass and to, to to hear the readings, this is a beautiful reading. In fact, we can do that. We can start with that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, 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 what, what do you think? Why do you think people come for Ash Wednesday? It's the one one time a year. I, I would say even more so than uh, uh, for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Although it's one mass, you know, for so Christmas we have, you know, here we have eight masses. Uh, in a twenty-four hour period of Christmas, so if you put all those uh, people together, then You'd certainly have a more than a full church, but uh, but what is it about Ash Wednesday that brings so many people to church? I wonder. 
I mean, I, 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 to be honest, I think there's just people that are reminded, especially people, Catholics, I should say, that are reminded that, okay, there is a God at this moment because we think about our end time. And, and maybe that is yeah. the thing. But I, I really want to say, I want to say that I hope it's God's way of saying, look, don't forget me. And I think what has happened is many people have, including <laughs> priests and yeah. bishops and things like that. I, 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 I <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm on the, maybe on the same page as you are. I think it's uh, perhaps, I should ask people who normally don't come to Mass, and, and yet they do, for Ash Wednesday, it, it might be, uh, I think this is what you're saying as well, it's a mm-hmm. way of saying, you know, okay, I know I haven't been around, uh, I know that I'm um, I'm not living as I should, you know, that I'm, I'm not perhaps keeping the commandments, I haven't kept the discipline of the faith, but, um, but I come to acknowledge uh, the reality that I am a sinner because uh, what, what and, and also that life is is uh, finite. But, you um, know, even for me, I'm so used to hearing, you know, how, you know, hearing the people talk against the Catholic Church. And it is interesting. And I may just be giving away the things I listen to in the media. When you hear people saying, oh, it's Ash Wednesday, I have to give up something or, or they 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 acknowledge it and and i've heard that more this year and maybe it's because i'm just paying attention to it this year yeah. but like lent for me is is just that time and it, it is a lonely it is is it, it it's a it's something i do to myself because i want to walk with jesus mm-hmm. so for me it, it I, I tend you know nick had asked me well what did you give up for lent and and, and my thing is, it's not easy to say, well, you know, I've given up so many things, but you give up the thing just to make yourself, in, in the way I look at it, you give up something to hurt. You give up something to know, you know, that, that, that life is not supposed to be happy. You're making a sacrifice. You're making a sacrifice, exactly. You said it better than I can. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't really want to talk about something that happened to me. <laughs> On Ash Wednesday, but it's in the form of, it's, it's it's at the for you know the front of my mind. Um, I am so grateful. Do, 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 do talk. Yeah, Father, I know. I, 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 I you don't have to. I mean, well, it's just, yeah. It's, I, I just want to say this. I am so grateful for you and for this parish, and just for knowing about sacrifice, knowing mm-hmm. what is the real thing we should be, you know doing and, and thinking about it. It's, it's just that I, I've, because I made the, <laughs> I, I went to another church for Ash Wednesday and I, I just, I, I was just, I was just astonished. Like, can you tell me why? Well, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I, yeah. Bit. Father, I hate to do this and I really and you don't, don't, you don't have to name no, no, no. the church. I, I, I should have, yeah, I won't. And I should have thought about this, but it, it was bothering me. I went to, well, I, I had the feeling we had to go someplace quick. So I, the, the trip back here would have took too much time. And uh, against my better judgment, I, I went to another church and, you know, everything was nice, but... When it came to communion, I was kind of made to feel that I should take communion in my hand. And mm-hmm. when I refused, I got in a, I got a kind of looking at or a, a kind of scolding or a chiding, which... I find that horrific. Yes, I find that very, very yes. wrong. But, you know, I, I took my communion in my mouth where it should have been not in my hand and I just felt alone. I felt, I felt, <laughs> it's like I felt the true. I just find it very. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I hear this from people all the time. You know, here you have the option. You know, you can uh, receive on the hand, you can receive on the tongue. 
98% of our people, well, let me just say maybe 90% of the people receive on the tongue. Um, the And, of course, you have the option here to kneel or to stand. We have the altar rail. Right. And as you know, as you, you see, uh, just about everybody kneels. And if they don't kneel, it's because they can't, you yeah. know, because they've got knee problems or whatever. And so it's not, I'm not going to chide anybody one way or the other. Uh, I wouldn't dare. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing that uh, I, I was, uh, it's, which is interesting, um, it's come up a, a few times uh, because, of course, we had the the children's mass, the school mass in the morning, and and I do have the uh, the children uh, kneel. Why well, everybody, you know, but but they they ha- they they have no, mm-hmm. you know, they they don't have the option because I I feel that right we're, we're teaching them uh, reverence, right? You know, mm-hmm. that when they come into the church, they come in in silence, um, when they receive Holy Communion, that, that this is, uh, they have to understand that this is a, a very, very special, most important moment in uh, in life, really, because it's, uh, it's, it's not just an encounter with the Lord, but it's, you know, you're, you're actually receiving Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, His body, His blood, His soul, and divinity, that the Lord is giving Himself, feeding you with Himself, that you not collapse, but also that he wants to reproduce his life in you. So I try to impress that upon them, and that you know, and that we don't want to if we don't uh, if we don't believe this, you know. And again, you you know, uh, Lord, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. Uh, as Jesus said, if your faith is the size of a mustard seed, it'll move a mountain. Uh, who said, you know, I trust, but help me with my lack of trust. I mean, all this is in. In scripture, so it, it's it's important that you know that our children or even adults, you know, we don't we can't fully comprehend the full mystery of it uh, of our faith. It's this it's a mystery, uh, and thank God it's a mystery. But as I say, you throw yourself into that mystery and you find freedom. You know, you don't have to like when, when Peter said, "Lord, when the, those disciples depart from the Lord because they can't uh, fathom." the uh, Eucharistic discourse, uh, you know, eat my flesh and drink my blood. And they said, this is in, in, uh, intolerable. Who can admit this uh, teaching? And they said, we can no longer be in the company of this man. And Jesus looked at the 12, knowing that one would betray him. And he says, do you, do you wish to go as well? And Peter said, Lord, where do we go? You know, we believe you have the words of life everlasting. We choose to stay with you. We, we, we may not understand, uh, and we don't. Uh, I'm I'm reading between the lines, you know, as you, as you pray with uh, Scripture. But where do we go? We, we believe you have the words. I know, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, how can you give us your bread to eat, your, your body to eat, and your, your, your flesh to eat, and your blood to drink, uh, life, uh, food unto eternity? Um, but that the, that the young children, that all the children, uh, even our uh, uh, middle school, that they all understand that this is uh, a moment unlike any other moment, and that they're receiving Jesus in Holy Communion. And so, you know, during the pandemic, of course, with the school, we had to mm. give it on the hand. See, you know, I can I, understand that if that's what it is. But, you know, as I thought about that, too, trying not to get... Because I didn't get angry. I got really sad, and I got, you know, just that... Okay, in the instance, there was people that were either, you know, they had somebody that was getting out the whatever the for your hands. Mm-hmm. So they, it was pre, it was, to me, it was just like, I give you no choice. Uh-huh. And to be honest, when I sat there, I could see how easy it is to lose your principle, learn, right. lose what you believe because somebody is telling you, no, you know, I'm, I'm going to put this in your hand. Well, what it, what it, what it, yeah, it's it's it's, it's what, what's communicated to people because again, I've I've heard this from many many people because they just uh, thank God that here they they can receive on the tongue mm-hmm. and they can and they can receive kneeling kneeling down yeah, uh, but the um, but people feel extremely offended and it's it's not just an offense but it's. And, and, and I don't want to go so far as to say that they, they feel that they've committed a sacrilege, but it's just they, they, they've come to, uh, they have a deep, deep appreciation for, you know, the re, for the reality of what it is 
that is happening in the reception of Holy Communion, and, and that this is God giving himself. Uh, I mean, there can't be a, a anything more intimate than the Lord giving himself in such a way under the hidden guise of bread and wine. And um, when you enter into that kind of, uh, you, you develop that, that kind of mentality or that kind of uh, that sense of reverence, um, that you're, you're uh, giving reverence to God in a way that is, um, in, in, in your estimation, a deeply, deeply respectful, deeply rever- reverential, uh, and then to be refused, to be refused uh, to receive on the tongue and, and to be chided. Or if you kneel, to be made, uh, and, and I've heard this from many people, and even just recently, where, uh, and people come crying, actually come crying, where they're told, that they're made, in other words, it's, it's a public spectacle because yes. they're told, get up, I'm, you're not going to receive on your knees, you get up. And this, this is this, in, in my estimation, uh, this is uh, a sin on the part of the priest, or if there's uh, uh, ministers of communion, uh, it would be. You know, this is just not right. And it just made me think, even the, 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 you know, the Latin Mass again. There's people that really, genuinely feel drawn to the mass it, it doesn't mean that they're better than the people that are not but the fact that a cardinal or dare i say the pope would say hey no you you can't do this i just i i i i don't understand this we've got to ask a deeper question and that is why are so many people more and more especially now that all this is is coming out with this uh, the, the the extraordinary form is being suppressed or even ad orientum, which uh, we we were do- we've done uh, Novus Ordo, uh, but uh, following the writings of Pope Benedict and Cardinal Sara and and many others, uh, I chose in 2017 or 2016 to begin uh, at the at really at, at the request of Cardinal Sara, who said, you know, in in Advent, all priests should. Um, consider returning to uh, ad orientum, which means facing the east or facing uh, the crucifix or the tabernacle. Uh, in other words, in, in the same uh, direction of the people, right. uh, the shepherd lead. We've talked about this many times. But um, that, that all this should be suppressed, uh, one wonders what the agenda is, and, and why they're not asking they, who are they, uh, but those who are advocating and uh, issuing decrees that forbid extraordinary form of the Mass, that means uh, the Mass of uh, uh, prior to the Second Vatican Council, the, the Mass of the Ages, as they call it, you know, uh, or ad orientum, which was the norm up until the Second Vatican Council, even kneeling and receiving on the tongue, uh, why this suppression and why, you know, the, why is it that the young people uh, and families are, are, are deeply drawn to this uh, because, they, because there is this, this sense of the, uh, again, the uh, the the reverence. I mean, what is it? What do we do when we when we go to mass? Uh, it's see, we we live in a and, and we've talked about this on the radio so often. You know, we've been I've I've repeat this over and over that we've been breeding narcissism for so long. And even even the fact that you know I, I'm I'm gonna be all over the place here, but I mentioned Sunday, and I think I we mentioned on Tuesday, but mm-hmm. that many people don't realize that there was the to before before you could receive com- holy communion, you had to fast twelve hours. 12 hours, uh, that was the, the norm. And then uh, y- you couldn't receive Holy Communion unless you fasted 12 hours. That's a half a day. Um, and then it was reduced to three hours, and then one hour. I don't know that people even think about whether or not they're fasting. And the point I'm, I, I want to make is, uh, again, 
for people with religious sensitivities to uh, God who is other than, God who is omnipotent, God who created us and redeemed us and, 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 and wants to sanctify us, God who alone can bring life out of death, those who have a, a profound sensitivity to the centrality of God in life. And that, you know, as I, I ended the homily on Sunday, I think uh, that uh, we go to God not on our terms, but on God's terms. Exactly. And so, you know, in, in a sense, the church, you know, in her, uh, okay, so this was a, a rigorous fast, uh, the nature of worship was, I wouldn't say rigorous, but it was uh, deeply God-centered to the point that, you know, we all went, uh, we, I think, I'm talking about ages, uh, our our ancestors, and even I think of myself as as a child, and it wasn't, you know, we weren't there to commune with one another, but to, and I keep repeating the words of St. Paul, because we, the Second Vatican Council, and I, and I have the, the, the documents are, are, are beautiful documents, so it's not, uh, this is not in any, uh, any way uh, a criticism of the, the, the Second Vatican Council, but it's what people did with the council documents. And I mean, we lived through that. I, I saw it. I saw the mutilation of our churches. I saw the, uh, uh, I, I, we, we went through this, uh, you know, uh, the, those who, took it upon themselves to bring us to receive communion on the hand, which was never in the documents of the Second Vatican Council, or to, um, uh, to, to dispense with uh, uh, the Latin, which was, in fact, the, the Council documents said, you know, preserve the Latin. This is part of the, this is the language of the Church. But yes, to give, uh, allow people a participation, uh, active participation in the offering to the Mass, which means that there is this, uh, it is a dialogue, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord be with you and with your spirit, and, and there's this, uh, you know, so that, and, that, and that the, there's so many beautiful things that, 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 that came from the Council, but uh, it morphed into a kind of, uh, uh, where, where the, there was a de-emphasis on what is central, which is the holy sacrifice, the perpetuation of the messianic hour, as we're living in the messianic time, as we anticipate the coming of Christ, and that we have this uh, unique privilege—is um, is privilege the word that I should use? I, maybe not privilege, but uh, in all humility, that we have this uh, opportunity uh, to be able to, you know, receive. Jesus, you know, when, when when Scripture says, you know, at the at the name of Jesus, all knees will bend, mm-hmm. you know, all the more at the reception of Jesus in the Holy Communion, all knees shall bend. And I know in in saying that, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, uh, it's it, it, for many it it seems odd, but yet. More and more people, more and more priests, uh, especially young priests, more and, and many many people who have the faith, who still have the faith, are uh, uh, leaning into that sense of uh, the, the the awesome sense of worship of God. That my participation is, quoting Saint Paul, my active participation is to offer my life a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God my spiritual worship, that after having heard the word of God proclaimed, we're reminded of who we are, where we've come from, where we're going, who Jesus is, who, who, God, who God is, the Holy Trinity, because the Mass is, a, is, is, is a, it's really the whole, uh, the, 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 there's only one God, you know, it's a, the God, three persons and one God, but all, it's a sacred drama where the only spectator is God the Father, uh, because everything is directed uh, to the Father, by the grace of the Holy Spirit, in and through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the principal character of the Mass in this sacred drama, and we're all participants. We're all characters in this in this sacred story, the sacred drama. But the only spectator is God the Father. And in the 
uh, in the Mass, in the Holy Mass, which means mission, as it were, people with a mission, misio mission, that um, that in the the Mass, also present mystically speaking, I say mystically because we can't see, uh, is the communion of saints and the angels and the Blessed Virgin Mary. Um, but again, it's, it's, I say mystically speaking, this is the, the, the mystery of the Mass. We're the mystical body of Christ. We're the church on the way in pilgrimage, in the battle. And uh, uh, as we heard yesterday, again, the reminder that, remember, man, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Be faithful to the gospel. Turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. I say both of those when I... Uh, you have the option. You can say, remember, man, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Or or you can say, turn away from sin, be faithful to the gospel. It doesn't take a, but a second longer to say both, and so I always uh, uh, repeat, you know, remember, man, you are dust, to dust you shall return, as I'm marking the sign of the cross with the ashes, and turn away from sin, be faithful to the gospel. Um, it's a, it's a, a gesture of humility, and so when we come to Mass, we come in humility, in humility, we're sinners. We've missed the mark. We're in the battleground. We're, we're, we're people with a mission. We, we fail often in the mission. But our, our mission isn't to adapt to the ways of the world or to live in the spirit of the world. Uh, our mission is uh, to be Christ present in the world, uh, to make present his kingdom in the midst of a depraved generation, as, as Scripture says so clearly. And as Jesus says, you're going to be at enmity with the world. You're, on account of me, you're going to be hated. Uh, and, and clearly, he says, if you if you belong to me, the world will not accept you as its own. And so, when we come to mass, uh, I, I mean, people who who have the faith are not a faith in themselves, or not even faith in the world that is passing away, but faith in God. That in and through God, uh, you know, we we can uh, uh, we, we we find a light. We find a light that even in in our day and time is evil is on the increase, and and the dark is getting darker. Uh, that this light is still more powerful. And I, I tell you, really, uh, Tony, you know, as as I was celebrating Mass last night and just having this packed church. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and 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 it's not just on Ash Wednesday, but it's any time uh, I enter into the, uh, the 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 offering of the mass, and as I'm praying the prayers, it's um, it's, it's 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 like a pause. It's like a pause in 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 the midst of the distresses and the stresses and the trials and the tribulations of life to be reminded that. Yes, we've been created by God. We're destined for God. We've been redeemed. Um, uh, we're, we're being called. We acknowledge our sinfulness, but we're being called to a high standard, and uh, that He is our good beginning and our good end. And so we humbly acknowledge that that we're not the center of life. I'm not the center. You're not the center. Um, uh, the cardinal's not the center. The pope's not the center of life. Uh, God is, uh, all things, uh, uh, our trajectory is toward God, who is closest to us and we are to, our, uh, to ourselves. And yet, because we're in the exile, because we're on the journey, because we're in the Valley of Tears, and, and, uh, and no, nobody can deny that, and I think to, 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 to deny that is to, to be not living in, in reality, you know, and, and uh, I've heard this from the highest places of the church. You know, we can't think of life as a valley of tears. Well, my gosh, you know, just as this past week, we've been uh, weeping uh, real tears at the death of a, of a wonderful person who was a, a part of our parish and did so much for the parish. Um, and, and, and that's just one tragedy among many tragedies that people are undergoing on a day-to-day basis, you know. And so even, even something is... is I shouldn't say simple, but uh, what you experienced uh, where you were visibly refused to receive 
Christ on the tongue, although you did. No, you did. You, no, no, I, 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 I was chided not to. You were chided not to. And I, I just, I shook my head no, and, and he, I it got... But the fact that you were chided. Yeah, and, and it's, I just felt like, why should I ask? Mm-hmm. I also felt, okay, is not the church, should not the church be the same everywhere? I just, I found out, you know, because I, and, and there was a part of me, because again, I was astute. I saw what was going on around me. Yeah. You know, I, I should have expected it. But the fact that, you know, it was a, it was a bargaining with me. Oh, no, no. You know, it wasn't, I don't know how to say it. It, it was also, it was vocal and with, you know, it was hey, dis, It was a disrespect, not only, not only to you, but to God. That's and, what I and, felt. And, and this is what, this is, uh, by the way, and, you know, I have to I have to say this, you know, and, I, and I'll be chided for saying this, but um, w- the, the suppression of the... Uh, Extraordinary form, the Tridentine Mass, if you want to call it that, I think that's a, or the suppression of uh, ad orientum, or God forbid that we would it would be suppressed that we would have that we wouldn't be able to kneel to receive Jesus in Holy that's Communion. That's probably or, next. But the the fact that uh, that a, a group has been singled out, a, a, especially in a time when the the buzzwords are inclusion. Um, dialogue, uh, listening um, to, to a company, uh, to go to the fringes, at a time when those are just some of the buzzwords, what, what is happening to uh, a great number of Catholics who are deeply faithful Catholics, who, uh, who have, been, have been chided, publicly chided, uh, and, and and this is uh, again. I, I I say this because it's you know right from the from the very lips of the Holy Father. I mean nobody can deny this because it's been it's it's it, he's 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 spoken these words over and over again that those who uh, adhere to tradition, hold to the dogmas or the doctrines of the Church. Um, I mean I guess in his mind you know because he says it he says you know the. Uh, rigidity, hiding some kind of a sickness. Um, uh, uh, there's just been a, I, I, right now it doesn't, but, but a host of things I that just, have been said. I just and don't I'm, understand I'm, why it can't be both. Well, but that's that, that's a point. It, it, it's uh, well, I, I think you know, um, can it be both? No, I think what we need is we need a, a most definite reform of the liturgy, yeah. to turn uh, the attention away from ourselves and put the attention back on God. But see, that's, I, I, I think that's the main, it's the main point, and, and it's what I've been wrestling with for a day now. I, I, anything that puts us before God is wrong. It, it's not about me. It's about God. You know, and, and none of us, I think, is perfect but we're trying to get to the point where lord and you say it a lot too when you whatever you do take me out of the way i don't want to impede what you yeah. want to show yeah you know if, you, if we're talking about yeah I, I get the 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 need for communion for the gathering of the people but that happens in so many different ways but not yeah yeah, yeah we, we we gather in sacred assembly yeah to do what? We, we, we have, a, at least on Sunday, we have an obligation to give public witness in worship, in the worship of Almighty God. Uh, so we gather in sacred assembly as members of the body of Christ, the mystical body of Christ. Um, we acknowledge we're sinners before we, as we enter, enter, enter the Mass, before we receive communion. Lord, I am not worthy that you come under my roof. Say but only the word, and my soul shall be healed. Uh, but the Mass is not the place to foster communion in the sense that, well, I get to know my neighbor. Mm-hmm. That can happen after Mass. Uh, that can happen. That happens in the home. That happens uh, in the park. That happens uh, in a wide variety of places. Uh, and certainly it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing, a noble thing for people to be able to gather after Mass. And that's why when we have our, once we get this renovation done, 
hopefully by August we'll have a, a place uh, in close proximity to the church rather mm-hmm. than having to go to the school. Now that we're hopefully out of the pandemic, we can gather again. I mean, we gather in the church, but uh, but for a purpose, you know. Uh, but that uh, that we would have a have a place downstairs. We, people, if they want to stick around, they can have coffee and cake or cookies or bread or whatever. Right. But but even so, even yesterday, you know, I made it a point because I knew we had so many people in the church and many people who who normally don't come, and maybe people who are here for the first time to our parish, and unlike uh, maybe other parishes. Uh, I, I just want I, I, I emphasized at the very end of the mass because we did because uh, there's a, a, a place in the mass for the distri- distribution of the ashes, but it's also we we do it the, the the ashes at the end of the mass, and so because what happens is people come in not for the mass but just for the ashes and leave yeah and leave. But I I, I had to emphasize to everybody that uh, that as we approach the altar to receive the holy ashes that we do so in silence in prayerful preparation and respect um, and and that we remain as long as we're in the church that there be silence there's no because after you know afterwards people will and they don't do that in, in our parish much because we really do emphasize silence but but in in some places and I just disagree with this. I I, I think it's uh, uh, and I and I actually I learned this myself uh, because I would go from mass to mass, and I do go from one, one mass to the mm-hmm. mass. Uh, but I would used to go to the back of the church to get to know the people, which isn't a bad thing. But I realized that as I'm greeting people in the back of the church, we're making a lot of noise. Now we're exactly. in, the, in the in the vestibule, so we're outside the nave. But uh, but nonetheless, that 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 noise carries into the church. Now there's other people coming into the church for mass. Or there are those who are staying after Mass because they want to continue to pray. And so we're causing a distraction and disturbance to those who are preparing for Mass or those who are uh, in, in prayerful reflection having uh, received uh, Jesus in the Holy Eucharist after Mass. And so that's uh, why I no longer go to the back of the church. And again, it's this realization uh, that... This is not about me. It's 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 uh, you know it's uh, and it, not that I ever. Well, I, I guess we're all you know. I, I don't want to make myself out to be a saint because I'm not. But um, it, it's just we were trained in such a way that uh, you know to be uh, uh, personable. Well, we should be. Everybody should be personable, right? Mm-hmm. But but to know the people uh, to. Uh, engage with the people uh, and, and the like. And so, you know, going to the back of the church, this is a good thing because, you know, you people get to know you, you get to know the people. And, and yeah, there's a, there's a very positive to that, but there's other ways for that to happen. But it, uh, I, there's a point where you kind of, you, you realize intuitively that something is missing here. And what, what's missing here, what's lacking, is that we're, we're, we're taking our attention away from uh, what is but is central and principal to our worship, and it is the worship of God. Uh, again, others will argue with me, uh, but the again, we're talking about an hour, hour and 15 minutes, maybe. Uh, people will gather. There's other, all kinds of other venues, opportunities to, to and, 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 and principally speaking, under the roof of our own homes where people can uh, they commune with each other. Uh, it's a different kind of communion. Uh, yes, we're, we're, we're there. It, and, and again, isn't this a nice thing about the altar rail? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, once we uh, re, uh, in, the renov- in, the, in the restoration, uh, restored the altar rail, uh, the first thing that came to my mind when I saw it, when, when people came and everybody's kneeling along the altar rail, the first thing, and this is no exaggeration, when I saw that, I thought immediately of the 30 Ethiopians kneeling as they're being beheaded for choosing not to renounce Jesus Christ. At the, and at the same time, I thought, isn't this a beautiful... Uh, talk about a, a beautiful... Um, 
image of communion, the communion of the body of Christ, the people kneeling side by side in preparation for receiving Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, in Holy Communion. So there's that, 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 that the communion of the church disposed in a very reverent way to receive Jesus, to have communion with Jesus. That, that's a powerful, powerful image. But it's also true that instinctively people kneel. It's very seldom that I've seen somebody stand other than the fact that maybe they can't kneel. But the point is right. they're not ejected. They still are permitted God. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, and I think if the opportunity was never made for us to do this, you see what I'm saying? You take the opportunity when it's there, and I believe that's from God too. I mean, the rail was there, and, and instinctively people know to kneel. Yeah. It's, it's just the way it should be. But again, I would never say to somebody, no, if they decided to stand, no, you can't do this. I wouldn't try. And I, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, exactly. exactly. You wouldn't. No, no. But the, but the thing is, again. And, and we say that in, in, it's, it's written in our, in our bulletin and our website mm-hmm. and all that, that you have the option of receiving kneeling or standing on the hand or on the tongue, because I, I don't want any mm-hmm. issue with the church. And, and again, I wouldn't refuse anybody uh, who's coming in, in good grace, uh, you know, but. I, let me just go back to this one thing, and then we get we got to take a break. And yeah. uh, uh, I didn't expect that we were going to be going, but this is this, but this yeah, is I'm important sorry, because this, I, no, no, I didn't want to say anything. But well, it's... I think it's important because it's, you know we're talking about Lent and yeah. you know uh, the a penitential season, uh, forty day penitential season to to prepare for a mission, uh, a, a time of cleansing. This is a very biblical number, forty. You know uh, Noah. The, the earth was, the people had gone away from God. And so for 40 days and 40 nights, it rained as God purified the earth and, you know, began anew in a sense. Um, Jesus, Moses, uh, 40 days in preparation for his mission, he went into the desert uh, before, uh, before, before he uh, went to, uh, to bring these people uh, from their slavery in Egypt into uh, covenant with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, who is going to reveal himself uh, in the flesh in Jesus Christ. And then Jesus, as he comes of age, he goes 40 days into the desert in preparation for his mission, which will last three years, a mission to teach, to preach, to heal, but principally uh, a movement toward the hour, which is the hour of our redemption, our sanctification, our, our, our salvation, where he, the supreme high priest, will lay down his life as a lamb of sacrifice in order to redeem us. Uh, Forty days after the resurrection, until uh, Jesus ascends to the Father to prepare the church for her mission. So it, it, it's a penitential season for us to take a look at ourselves and say, you know, you know, how am I not living my faith? How, how, in what ways am I not centered in God? In what ways have I not allowed God possession of my life? In what ways have I been overly egocentric, self-centered, um, uh, uh, selfish? Uh, in what ways have I uh, allowed uh, myself uh, to fall into, uh, uh, let's say, just let's say, call it soft idolatries? Um, in other words, I, I want to get my life right with God, in communion with the whole church so that we can authenticate our corporate collective mission as members of the mystical body of Christ, the church militant in the battle, uh, needing the prayers of the church triumphant, the, 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 the saints and the Holy Mother of God, and uh, you know, so that we can fight the good fight in our time as they fought the good fight in their time. And we're and and, 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 to, and we're really up against uh, the, the the powers and the principalities, uh, powerful forces that are going uh, radically against what has been the norm. Uh, and we could give you a whole litany of examples. I'm not going to do that right now, but I want to go back to this other uh, this 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 um, uh, this 
in my opinion, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a sin. I'm using I'm going to use that word, but to to chide, to exclude, uh, to to push to the fringe, or to silence a, a, a faithful group of Catholics who want to hold to what has been handed down to us. Um, why are we not listening? Again, this is one of the big words. Uh, we're, we're a church that listens. Uh, we want inclusivity. I mean, there's, there's so many different rights when you think about it. In the, in, the, in the church, there are many, many rights. So yeah. why suppress the extraordinary form, or why suppress ad orientum when people are finding in these in, in this 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 worship of God, this uh, style, um, uh, the, the, the the gestures, uh, it, it, it opens them to the transcendent. Yes, in a world that is 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 so uh, dangerously man centered, as opposed to being God centered. Uh, why are we why why are we not listening? Why are we not asking the question? Why are so many people, young people, drawn to? Because it, it, the world is is going up in flames. Mm -hmm. There's so much confusion. There's so much uh, uh, contradiction uh, today. People are uh, uh, people are searching. They're searching for. Uh, there's got to be something more. Uh, there's got to be a God, and and they find God in what has been time tried and tested. The worship of God, the sacred tradition of the faith, the dogmas, the doctrines which speak uh, to us of who we are, what we must do, the discipline of our faith, the narrow path that we're called to heroically, uh, uh, as Jesus says, you know, you're going to have trouble in this world, but take courage. Be heroes uh, and be at peace. You're going to have trouble, but I've conquered the world. Uh, people lay down their lives. They died in defense of the faith rather than, rather than deny Jesus. It seems today what's happened is we're morphing into a kind of ideology that says, we, uh, uh, we, we certainly dumb down Jesus. Uh, we, we, we morph into this moral therapeutic deism, you know, that uh, we're not going to expect too much from anybody, because, and we're not, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We don't want to offend anybody. Uh, but yet, you know, people in their... In, in, in their in the deep recesses of their soul, if they're if they have a sensitivity to God and the demands that God imposes upon us, because Jesus, God says of Himself, I'm a I'm a demanding God. I'm not a permissive God. We've talked about that many times. Mm -hmm. And so, when you had the rigors of the faith, uh, you had the people. When you when you make it very lax, and well, everything goes. Uh, you know, God is love. Well, yeah. So, so God is love, uh, but uh, how do you define that love? It, it's it's a it's a sacrificial love. It's a demanding love. It it, it calls me to fulfill, to obey, to love the commandments of God. Uh, Jesus, we just heard this a week ago or so ago, on Sunday. I don't think I've come to take the laws away. He's talking about the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments. Uh, nothing of these laws are going away. Not, nothing. Not, nothing of the Ten Commandments are going are to be dispensed with. They're binding on all people for all time because we gotta get, we gotta get, we've got to get each other through this life. This is about our salvation and about having some semblance of peace and order in a disordered world. Um, so even when, when the Lord said, you know, when the, he was asked the question, where are the uh, what are the what's the greatest commandment? And Jesus says, "Well, the greatest commandment is 
Love the Lord your God with your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit. It's the greatest commandment. Uh, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And, and he'll go on to say, love your enemy as well. We, we just heard that uh, Sunday, mm -hmm. right? Love your enemies. Um, now, people will take that and uh, misinterpret that. Uh, you know, love God, love your neighbor, uh, no judgment. Um, because uh, love has been so perverted, the, 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 the concept of love has been so perverted that it really it becomes about, um, you know, just me. Me. It's what it gets. Make me feel good. I'll make yep. you feel good. You do your thing. I do my thing. No judgment. No judgment. It's all relative. You know, we've, we've, we've uh, slipped into uh, subjectivism. Uh, hedonism, you know, it's about, you know, it's, it's, it's a complete, uh, I mean, as, as we're moving into Lent, the church, the church, uh, collectively speaking, is a, is a, is a it's, well, you know, what it's going to be, it's going it, to, it, because right now we're being, uh, uh, we're being uh, pushed to the fringe, we're being challenged against what's been handed down to us, and uh, there needs to be uh, a reawakening to the seriousness of our faith and that Jesus died died for naught. He didn't die for naught. I mean, the fact that he laid down his life, crucified, allowed himself to be taken by force in order to re redeem us and save us, that in and of itself should bring us to our knees and, and bring us to take the attention away from ourselves and in gratitude and in humility and in generosity to put our eyes on the Lord. Anyway, we'll take a break, uh, and then we'll come back and wrap up. Uh, don't go away. I'm Father Anthony on Winds of Change on the new EWTN Catholic Radio Voice for Chicagoland, WF at WSFI, Chicago Catholic Radio, I'm sorry, I should start, I keep going, WSFI Catholic Radio on AM 750 WNDZ and on 88.5 FM WFSI. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy. St. Stan's is an exceptional private elementary school in Chicago, serving preschool, age three and four, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, and first grades. We incorporate Catholic values and rigorous academic, social-emotional learning, Chinese, Spanish, STEM, and more, providing our students with leadership and life skills to transform our world. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy is conveniently located one block north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. To schedule your tour, visit ststandschicago.org. ststandschicago.org. I'm Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Costco, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and you are listening to The Winds of Change. Sometimes it's tough to hear winds of change over the air. What with tall buildings, power lines, and other static. Now you can hear winds of change anywhere, anytime, or on any device. When Winds of Change is on the air Monday through Friday, noon to one, go to ststandschurch.org. Scroll down to the Winds of Change tile and click on the Listen Live button or visit Winds of Change Facebook page to see the Listen Live link. How long has it been since you have been to church? Busy schedule, work, or just lost interest? To be Catholic is not just merely attending Mass as just another weekend activity to be checked off the to-do list. Participation in the Sacred Liturgy gives you the opportunity to be intimately connected to Christ through the Holy Eucharist. You can also cleanse yourself of sin through the Sacrament of Reconciliation as a baptized Catholic. Come before the iconic monstrance to be in Christ's presence in the sacred silence of the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy. St. Stanislaus Koska Church is open 24 hours a day seven days a week. St. Stan's is just off the Kennedy, two blocks north of Division on Noble. Come back to Christ through the sacred liturgy and his gift of the sacraments at St. Stan's. Here's some good news. We are pleased to announce 
that St. Stanislaus Koska is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in answer to our Blessed Mother's call to open the doors. The Blessed Sacrament will again be exposed all day, every day, except when Masses or other services are being held. You are invited to come and pray anytime, day or night. For your safety, we ask that you practice social distancing and wear a mask. Hand sanitizer is available, and St. Stan's has increased cleaning and sanitizing of the church. And a security person will be on site. More information can be found at ststanschurch.org. That's ststanschurch.org. St. Stanislaus Koska is located two blocks north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks uh, for being with us. Uh, I'm Father Anthony on Winds of Change. We're going to wrap up. I, I, I think this was a good show. I really do. I because I, I think it you know, is. I think we have I'm to. Sorry, I hijacked. No, that's okay. Because I, I, I don't think we we got to get out of this, uh, this, this, this place where we have to whisper, where yeah. we have we have to be uh, afraid uh, to state our mind, even when it comes to the things of the church, um, because this is uh, this is what's happening, and the, 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 it, it's a grave inj- injustice. When people are be good, good Catholics, good Catholics, very faithful Catholics, are being um, uh, chided and ridiculed and uh, pushed to the fringe just because uh, because of their fidelity to the Lord. Uh, I want to conclude uh, with uh, try to get through this uh, because we're at the, uh, this is the first reading yesterday. Because I think it was so, so beautiful for Ash Wednesday as we begin Lent from the prophet Joel. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for gracious and merciful is he, slow to anger, rich in kindness, relenting in punishment. Perhaps he will again relent and leave behind him a blessing, offerings and libations for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Proclaim a fast, call an assembly. Gather the people, notify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and the infants at the breast. Let the bridegroom quit his room and the bride her chamber. Between the porch and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the, of, of the Lord, weep and say, Spare, O Lord, your people, and make not your heritage a reproach with the nations ruling over them. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord was stirred to concern for his land and took pity on his people. It's a powerful reading. And again, just a few seconds here. The second reading too, my brothers and sisters from Paul and his letter to the Corinthians, we are ambassadors for for Christ as if God were appealing through us. And indeed he is. We implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who did not know sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Just stay with that. That should bring us to our knees in gratitude, in humility, in generosity. For our sake, he made him to be sin who did not sin and he did that on the cross now almighty god bless you the father the son and the holy spirit amen peace be with you ciao Meaningless 
Time is now.